Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Doom Patrol is here. Robin still got issues. DC Titans, go. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz uh, Oh, yeah. Old blue eyes. Tyrone, I appreciate that. I didn't expect to get a little, you know what I mean, a little Frank Sinatra tonight. Yeah, you know. He's a Jersey a, boy. There's a special, there's a special... <laughs> Unity amongst people who never shook hands with Frank Sinatra. So, we come from the same state, so I have a connection. So she is, yeah, she is in a roundabout way. They are they are affiliated. Frank Sinatra, New York, did up real quick though. Let's no, not, no, like that's that's not oh, don't, yo, listen, he ain't been Jersey. I don't remember like him ever. singing New Jersey, New Jersey. He starts spreading the news. Like he went, he was like, he, I didn't even know he was from Jersey. You reminded me right now. I forgot. But anyway, so welcome, listen to the DC Tice panel. Um. I'm your host, Evan T. Mack, and this guy to my left, the man of a thousand robes. And Tyron. a thousand, thousand words. My name's Tehran. <laughs> hey, y'all. It's Chauncey K. Robinson. What's going on, guys? Well, How was your week? It was excellent. Talk excellent to me week. about something. Tell me about, tell me about current events. Everything's great. Everything's <laughs> wonderful. Um, good to see you guys. Um, today, we're going to tease a few things, man. First appearance of the Doom Patrol, of course. The dinner with Doom Patrol. <laughs> um, Robin and Corey kind of team up together, and I'm going to end with the Titans getting together, finally, in the fourth episode. Kind of like their first, you know, together, you know. So let's just start Let's just start from how um, everything kind of begins, like in the beginning where, um, you know, Beast Boy and, they, and Raven kind of like meet together in, in the woods. Can you guys just tell me your first thoughts, first of all, on this episode and, and everything else that you guys are feeling? Well, my overall thoughts about this episode <laughs> was that I felt like, I feel like this show has been on a good pace. I, I was a bit critical in the first episode, much like everyone else, and then the second episode came and I realized what it is. Rightfully so. And by third episode, I was on board. Even when other people weren't, I was very impressed. And now we come into this fourth episode with the Doom Patrol, Mm -hmm. and it's like you get these characters and all this stuff and nothing happens. This was the... This episode was... I don't want to use the term garbage, but it just wasn't (laughs) as great as the other episodes. I understand we needed a backstory for Gar and have him, and we needed a platform for Doom Patrol to jump off, but I'll, I'll be very honest. This episode made me not want to watch the Doom Patrol show. It it was anticlimactic. I was hoping for bigger scenes. We thought something would happen between Starfire and Negative Man. Things were going to happen. It looked so great, and yet, yet it was a tease. It was a tease, you know. So, what are you thinking, Chauncey? I felt like this was basically a backdoor pilot featuring Raven yeah. as a guest star. And like Tom saying, nothing actually happened this episode. And I, I'm kind of, kind of wondering how they're going to have... I mean, I know how they're going to have a show with Doom Patrol, but I wasn't really convinced either that I would watch a whole season mm-hmm. with these characters. I like oh, the okay. term backdoor pilot because I felt backdoored <laughs> on this one. I, so I did not mean it that way. I wasn't getting this. <laughs> no, so like, also, but you're, so you're trying to say, so you did not, you didn't like, like, didn't like the premiere of the Doom Patrol or do you like the cast? Do you, do you like them or are you? 
I like the idea of okay. them. Like I, I loved. Um, I think it was the Lasty Girl. Rita. Yeah, 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 yeah Rita. Rita. She was. I mean, that some of those. Oh my god, it was gross, but it was also kind of awesome because yeah. there was that that duality of beautiful yet also breaking apart physically and all this other stuff. And and so I like, I like the characters. I like Robot Man and stuff. And I like their personality. It just, I did not like Chief at all. But it was, it was weird because nothing actually happened with the plot of the Titans. And it's fine to have a backdoor pilot, but it's also like, are the Titans, you kind of have to make it so if you introduce these characters, they need to help the the main plot. Oh, okay, that's what you're saying. Yeah. And what it was was and just something overall needs to out. happen. Yeah, you mean in general, nothing, nothing specific happened. So yeah, it's, I, I agree with what you guys are saying. So like speaking about like the Doom Patrol and it's getting getting kind of getting started. Like you could tell this was the episode literally just to set up the spinoff, though, right? Is this not what it was? They were like trying to do backdoor pilot. That's yeah, what like literally, like, like literally, they were like, this is the Doom Patrol. Like we are going to premiere them. We're going to give them their own show and like. Like, you know, cameo appearance by But it did not Dick do Grayson. well, and I'll explain specifically why. Do First tell. of all, the only things that we got for the Titans, uh, specifically, were three things. First of all, we got a jumping point where it looks like Starfire and Robin, which, with the previews of the next episode, clearly their love interest. I saw a bit love of that it. tension in the beginning for <laughs> half of a second. Oh, yeah. We finally understood... That why Beast Boy keeps being a tiger. Thankfully, we got that at Beast Boy. <laughs> oh, that was cool. I like because that. Because at this point, I was just like, this Yo, guy, bruh. if you don't know how to do anything else, why can't we just call you Tiger Man? <laughs> I know. And the last one is, of course, them coming together and now Robin giving the promise, you'll always have me clearly setting up the team effort. Mm-hmm. That took four minutes. The rest of the episode, mm-hmm. which was also short, was a backdoor pilot, courtesy of Chauncey, of the concept of the Doom Patrol, which none of the characters were set up right. Sure, we got glimpses into each one's personality, but not an overall one. We don't know if the Chief is a good guy or a bad guy, no, and it no actually joke. didn't make me more interested. It made me not like it. You're, I felt like a passive aggressiveness throughout that episode regarding right. the Chief. And also, there was no big something the with raven we didn't see anything happen even though her powers were unleashed with gar we didn't see anything happen because this kid's afraid of blood with negative man and starfire we didn't see anything happen because they both threatened to show their real selves with robin and starfire we didn't see anything happen because they couldn't do anything until later and robin hasn't taken her taken her to dinner and you know how that's how it's supposed to work (laughs) then And finally, with Raven, we didn't see anything happen with her storyline either. We're no closer to understanding her powers. We're no closer to understanding her... Her, who her father is. Sure, we get that nice touch of she's a compassionate, good soul who can heal as well as hurt. Yeah. That's great. We needed more. Yeah, I mean, especially when you have a show that has... You know, we don't have 22, 23 episodes, right? So the whole filler... Yeah, the filler idea, I think that's done and gone. Because of the fact that you have these shorter seasons, you're supposed to get more every single episode. Things are supposed to happen every single episode. Because you don't have... 10 episodes of filler. That's a fair point. And, and, and also, it's like they, they, they set it up that way. Like, you know how like Game of Thrones does? Like, they're each of their episodes, they have 10. So, like, each of their episodes would be like a lot going on. You're right, with the limited amount, like, you know, like the Smallvilles and like Green they're like 22, 24, 26 episodes a season. Like, they do more. So, I, I understand what you're saying. Like, you would think there'd be more content with. They do more and they have less filler than this show did. <sighs> yeah. The perfect 
correlation was with Game of Thrones. If I miss one episode of Game of Thrones, you might as well just not watch the rest of the season. True. You just missed out. Like a lot of stuff. Five people died. It's true. true. It's true. They're on Mars. Like, you don't know what's happening. That's real. And I needed that for this show. But honestly, if I did not watch episode four, I could jump right back into episode five and not have really missed Ah, that's a fair point. Okay, so, so, wait, Chauncey, go, go, go. I was just going to say, the one thing we did get out of it because it was severely lacking in the first couple episodes, was Beast Boy a bit more. We got, you know, his whole vintage love of stuff. We got a little, we got more dialogue with him yeah, because yeah. he hardly got any screen time up to this point because he's actually, you know, his character is supposed to be with Doom Patrol and Titan. So it was nice to see that for his character. But even then, it was kind of like, you know, he kind of took this liking to Raven and everything. I thought he was going to reveal that he knew something. Right. Like, you know, I know that you're part of this thing and I, you know, we yeah. know about this and that's why we're here. They like, ran not- into each other in the woods. They right. ran into each other in the woods. He was kind of like sniffing, he, like stalking right, out a little bit. And he becomes this weird CGI malnutrition tiger for all of a bit. And <laughs> and by the way, where does he keep his clothes? See, we in get, we get, we get, in his backpack. Where's his backpack when he becomes the tiger? In the it was hanging See, that's what I'm saying. Like he's always just around his backpack when he's a tiger. Do you it, honestly? This episode fell short. I'm, I'm guys. Go. I've, I've defended. I've defended many things. Can we agree this episode that? We didn't like Robin as much. Hold on, see, man, that's it, man. I was, we and talk I was just, about man, that? I was just about to ask you, current, like, I was listening. Finally. I'm trying to, every week, I'm going to keep checking in with you on your feelings towards Dick Grayson. And, and you just, you took the, you took my steam, man. So you don't like him still? I liked him until yesterday. Until I liked him. Yeah. Last episode, I got the little bit of child, child dick. And then I was like, oh, okay. You know, I, and and by child dick, I mean Dick Grayson. Let's not. You, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Get your minds up. The good. concept <laughs> is, I once went right when he got back for. Hey Hunter, what happened? Nothing. I don't. Boom! I'm gonna beat you up in front of your kid. That was raw too. But I, okay, so put like so you were you were warming up to 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 Robin until this episode. Were you warming up to I, him? I'll save my thoughts for each of the topics that we have. However, once we get into my overall thoughts, this is overall. I have a lot of specifics. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get into. I will defer to you the same way that we enjoy that all the after buzzers at our network uh, defer to us because we here at AfterBuzz produce network after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There is no network. That works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you. And you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be. Because they are optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out for our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments below, and we will thank you on air. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Very well, very eloquently put. I was going to say that American Gollum in the chat, oh, yo. you can join us on our YouTube channel, AfterBuzz TV, Sci-Fi, Fantasy, and Superheroes, um, says Grayson channeled his inner Batman. Oh, without question. That, that was Bruce Wayne this all day. But, uh, but like, okay, so, okay, getting getting to, like, like topics, okay, so I wanted, I just want to talk about the moment at the dinner table with the Doom Patrol when they were, everyone's sitting around and you're, you were kind of getting the, um, like, Raven and just, I, I just like I just like that scene. I, I just want 
one of the guys to talk about that with me and in your thoughts on kind of how they premiered because it's getting back to you guys saying about the Doom Patrol. Do you do you want to see them in a show? Did this not did this moment not make you feel like you would get a lot more of that in 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 their own show or what did you feel about that scene as 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 far as things go? Personally, <laughs> I really enjoyed the introduction to the X-Men. It was very cool. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Shade. see, now this chat's going to go crazy. <laughs> well, Shade. let's not forget that the Doom Patrol and the X-Men have yeah. had a very muddy mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. Both, of course, debuting in 1963, 1963. Both having leaders in wheelchairs. DC, of course, claiming that Marvel stole their idea <clears> and cross-contamination of writers. However, in this episode, I see that it was cool. It was cute. We saw Larry dancing. We we see the food. We get this sense of who Rita is. It's looming in the room. And then they come yeah. down and she's this beautiful woman. But then we see her face melt a little. Elastic girl comes out. Cute. Great. What's the point? What was the point? What was the point at this dinner? What was, what were the? Was it to show that when the chief comes home, they all get up from dinner? That Rita, who says she has to eat so much, has a mouthful of spaghetti. Which, by the way, in my opinion, is every girl's dream to eat as much as they want and not have to gain any weight. Like she I like mean, literally has that's to eat. a lot of <laughs> supermodels wish they had this power. Unless you know your face starts melting off. That's the one part. I well, really I mean, so. honestly, at that point, <laughs> it's interesting trade-off. You know. I liked her enough for her personality that I would have. I don't. I saw beyond that. The male gaze. I saw her. I saw her inner beauty. (laughs) See the inner beauty. That's what's up. And that's the problem. I didn't. I didn't see her inner beauty. Mm. I'm actually being sarcastic. Mm. We didn't get a glimpse of any of their characters, not even over the dinner. Mm -hmm. We got, okay, Robot Man dreams and longs of being a human again. He looks at the food as he passes it along, sees his pictures. Yeah, he got the most, I think, like getting into his, like, sure. I guess him, if he had to pick one. And still not enough. I I did not care about any of the characters enough to actually want to watch Doom Patrol. I literally wanted to watch it a hundred times more yesterday than I did today after seeing a little of what you talked I felt like, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, oh, these cool characters. Once again, I I wasn't necessarily, I didn't need in-depth backstories about any of them mm-hmm. for this episode, mm-hmm. even with the backdoor pilot. I don't care for that. I, right, I right. wanted what I would would have cared for. It would have been better in action to have gotten to know them if they were part of an active plot that was going on in the episode. Because then, you know, while they're fighting or something like that, they say some one-liners. You kind of get... You know, a glimpse into it, and it and it's this balance of teasing you to want more, right. as opposed to teasing you, and it's like that tease was not good enough for me to care. And I also think they're putting themselves in a very, you know, not to get too much on the Doom Troll. All of these characters seem so um, jaded and so uh, like like kind of a little bit like just down on life. And and so what you run the risk of with a show like that centering on characters like that, especially without Beast Boy being a central part because he's kind of the, the levity of it, um, it's going to be kind of, I don't know if people could really rally behind that kind of team up. Right, right, you know, right. how can you rally behind a team up of, you know, people who don't seem like they want to be alive? Did you, did <laughs> like, you I don't know. Would you rather it be kind of like they were doing like Hawk and Dove, like Lily kind of being a part of Yes, like, and like I felt like, like we got to know Hawk and Dove a lot better. I a didn't, lot better. I didn't, yeah, I didn't necessarily care for all that either. I did, you know, and I loved the, it. I yeah, loved Hawk. Exactly. I loved Dove. I enjoyed that storyline. Yeah, but we got to know them from that through through the plot line right. and helped the plot line move forward. Right, right, right. Things happened, and we got to know them. It was interwoven in such a way that worked, where it wasn't like, oh my gosh, we really just paused the show. I actually stopped a watch to watch some other episode of some other show you want to sell to me mm. later on 
which I didn't think worked. I would watch a Hawk and Dove show. I just want to spin off. Who, by the way, were not characters that I even liked going it's into crazy, watching right? them in episode two. When I saw that Hawk and Dove were on the slate, I was like, eh. Nope. And then I saw it, and I was like, I All love right. them. Would love to watch them. So how did you feel? It was I mean, it was interesting. Like I, it was like I said, I like I like the episode, but but you guys make amazing points though. Like you're you're the question is like why why have this episode? It's like what you're down to like didn't move anything along, you know, yeah. like because what I was really interested in, like kind of moving on to my next topic is like like Robin and Corey like working together. Like that is what I wanted the episode to be. A hundred percent. And a lot oh of people in God. the chat are getting upset at us and are saying that we're bringing the episode down. You should be getting upset at the producers of the Titans because they made the episode. <laughs> we're just the messengers. Don't kill the messenger. You kill are, the message. You kill are the message. On fire. Everybody has an idea where standalone, this might have been an okay episode. <laughs> but in a short, as Chauncey pointed out, we're getting what, 11 episodes? Yeah, it's about 11. Yeah. 11 episodes of the, this was, so basically we're getting 10. Yeah. And if they do this again, I'm be very uh, upset. Yeah, guys, like I said, you guys make good points. Like I said, I'm trying to enjoy the show for what it is, and but but like I can't deny what you're saying. You're saying like you you're saying like you wish they would have moved like they're them being premiered would have had some kind of thing to do with what's it going on. Had they been part of the unlocking of Raven's father, something to do with the monastery, moving the story along in some way, the way as Chauncey pointed out, Hawk and Dove were able mm. to do so seamlessly. And and that's just writing that has to do a lot with production. And clearly this was... I, I, and when you pointed out the backdoor pilot, Chauncey, I really appreciate it, is that's how it felt. It felt as if I was being force-fed a pilot that I wasn't signed up for. Yeah, and the thing with... And also, to add to that, when you do that kind of thing where you showcase the other char- new characters and you really want us to get to know them in some way, it, it, it at times it can be to the detriment of one of the characters we've already gotten to know. Because mm-hmm. I felt like Raven in this episode, suddenly she was like a mutant whisperer or something. She like awesome. she knew to go up like, oh, she needs to rest. And I love I'm going to, oh, this deer right here. And she didn't know that they, she healed it or whatever, which was really cool. But like it was these moments where she was all of a sudden so very mature. Yeah, that was my favorite version of her so far. Just, but just the, the thing little was, things was, was it earned? Because yeah, suddenly, that's a great point, Chauncey. It's like, yes, this is great. She's doing, but where did this come from? <laughs> and I'm ta- I don't even like Chauncey. I just keep agreeing with her. I've never liked Chauncey. Like, I don't even and like- now I'm like, I'm Team Chauncey. That's how much this episode I cannot, offended me. I cannot. <laughs> you know? I'm like, at this point, I'm like, give me that mega hat. I don't know. Maybe. I'm just offended. Oh, my Lord. It's just, it's because it's, it's uniting that. And and even if we look at it as, as an episode, mm-hmm. Evan, let's look at this dinner episode, right? All that food for what? Man, it's it's, a per- good it's too. indicative of the episode. Man, that's the best. What? That's the best food, bro. That's, that's like since like hook, man. Like, yeah, I, the steak I, yeah, I thought the hook through food bread was my favorite when I was growing up. But that right there, yeah, I do put it on, man. And, and it and it looked like because they chopped the salad, you know, it looked like like you know like. They were going to have a, a iron steel man cook off <laughs> against one another. I like, iron chef was going to happen. I like I like negative man though. I do. I like the guys playing him. Um, I like the way they presented him. I, I just it just it's kind of like it, if it was like their show, I'd like it even more. You know what I really? mean? Really? Because we really just got Shadow Man, the guy who's wrapped up, and we didn't see anything of Negative That's Man. That's true though. We won it. We were waiting when Starfire <sighs> and Negative Man 
uh, confronted one so another. True. We were looking for the, the rats to just burn off and him to show his power and her to show hers. I know what you mean. And I, I th- exactly. I thought we were going to get an unveiling. And that would have been a payoff where I would have been able to tolerate this episode. Before before I move on, like, what do you see them crossing over into the, the Doom Patrol? Do you see that happening? Do you see them doing that? I think so. Yeah. Personally, they have to at this yeah. point. So it'll be like kind of like they have to redeem Arrow and Flash back and forth kind of stuff like that. But like I said, like moving on to what like I said, I wish the episode was about like the Robin and Corey like going off and just you know literally just trying to find Raven, checking and seeing what happened at the convent and like explaining like like the the, the, the mother trying to say what she did. She kind of like like I locked her in and I just wanted to keep her safe, you know. And and then like them kind of coming together like again and just having that moment where Robin like lost his mind for a second and like almost murdered somebody in front of their baby. Like <laughs> talking yeah, to me that about was... man black. Like, Dick Grayson was mad. He just loses it. But, you know, I love, um, I just love the Robin and Corey dynamic so far. I mean, they're playing into a lot of tropes. You know, it's this whole idea we don't like each other. But now, like, in this mist, I'm going to give you, Corey gave him some sort of uh, advice. You know, she's like, you know, she's like, you you got problems. You should deal with it. And no one should have to do this alone. I don't have my memory, but I know you can't go it alone. And that eventually played in later in the episode, that advice. To what he ended up saying to Raven. So it's already showing that she has some sort of Mm. influence over him. So I like that tidbit. And I like their dynamic because they both are powerful people. Um, So yeah, I saw, I I really dug it. But that's because I kind of ship it too, so. Yeah, I like this, I like Brandon, man. I like this guy. Like, I have no objectivity. That's why I defer to you about my man Robin. I like this dude. He can do no wrong. I I love this kid. I actually liked (laughs) I have liked him in his other movies. I have watched this movie. He did in Australia that probably no one saw, and I've seen it. I like this guy. I like this guy. I just like the care. I want the character of of Dick Grayson or Robin because the chat is on fire about us using the different names. However, we all know they're interchangeable. So at home, we're going on the assumption that we all know when we say Robin, we mean Dick Grayson and vice versa because we're also we're also understanding of who these people are mm-hmm. as characters throughout the episodes themselves. He was Robin episode one. Yes. So when it goes to uh, Corey and Dick, that's actually my favorite time and when I like Dick Grayson the most right. is the way he is with Corey because his walls are coming down. Yes. I enjoy their interaction and while it does play into the typecast of the brooding lovers who disdain yeah. one another and to some type of passionate love and lust for one another, that attraction there where they're both searching for something hmm. is a perfect dichotomy of of Beast Boy and and Raven. Well said. Gar and Raven both bonding over the loss of their parents, for example, and having Mm. this past. Then we see this also play out here. I enjoy their teamwork. I enjoy them both being alphas. Yeah. Right. And both very much being alphas and yet being able to beta each other when need be. And that's something that I see as being is growing between them. Yeah, because I like when he was like, even though that's that is Starfire, he's like waiting the car. And she like reluctantly does it, but she does it. You but know he I mean? explains yeah, it. Yeah, he did and yeah. that he does the old Dick Grayson might not have ever explained right. it. It would have been do as I say, not as I do. Right. But in this episode he goes, he says I'm a cop. You're, you're a cop. I'm a cop. You're wanted by the police. Yes. Makes total sense. I would have stayed in the car. Yeah, she's like, hurry up. Yeah, exactly. I love that she had because that shows that combative nature that they, exactly. they, even though that she still, she submitted in that sense, she was still like, oh, hurry up. Yeah. You know, so she still gave a little bit of a, 
uh, attitude to, uh, to towards them. Oh, so. like like and I like their attraction for one another. Yeah. It's building. And you know, uh, it, what I like the most is for all the people who were so upset at the selection of who plays mm. Corey, they're going to just kill themselves over this one because <laughs> it's about to get real. This, yeah, it's about to get very real. But I, even in the comics, there is a romantic relationship between Dick Grayson. Started Robin, from the 1980s and, the and star for fire. And that was something that was very new when it was introduced mm-hmm. uh, into the comic books. And so they played it, they played it again on, in the Titans movies that are DC cartoons. Ooh, and, yes. and I'm glad that they carried it on here. And there was a question. I wasn't sure. But this episode, before I saw the preview, I was like, ooh, I see that. Right. I know what that is. That's the little love tension. Right. And and it was interesting. It's, it's Like I said, it's, it's one of those things where I think for the, the casual viewer, they're, I think they're trying to do a good job of not showing you that they're... If you watch the preview, then it is what it is. But like for the casual viewer, the person that's not the DC fanboy or fangirl, they're, I think they're showing them like they... They're building that 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 sexual attention because something's gonna like happen. So I think they're doing kind of doing a good job of disguising. They're doing a great job of building that. What they didn't do a good job of is building up the Doom Patrol. <laughs> Here we go. He's like, I'm coming back. I'm coming back to that. <laughs> okay, full circle. <laughs> so are you? Listen, are you interested in a Doom Patrol show? Or are you just are you are you out? Or are you just gonna be like, are you wait and see? Because because they, they put it they put it on your plate, man. They want you to eat it like now. So how, how are you feeling about that right now? Let me just say this. <laughs> Unbelievable. There are times. Remember the food in the in the scene? I, that looked amazing. Yes. It looked amazing. It's great. Have you ever had food that looks amazing, but you bite not, into it a little? I didn't and know like, you were going with this. Why, this doesn't taste the way it looks. It looks so much better in the ad- advertisement. Oh, you I have uh, an open mind to it. I'm, I'm going to watch it. This I'm going to watch it. He's being yeah, a Debbie Downer exactly. right well, now. No, but you know what? Down. I'm going to watch it. I mean, it. I get it. You know, it's one of those things where, like, when you watch a trailer for a movie, either you're turned on to go to the theater or you're not. You yeah, know, like you tell me I'll wait to the DVD. Either one of you are telling me you like the chief, the leader of the Doom Patrol. Did anyone like the chief? No. I like him as an actor, though. Sure. He's Amazing actor. Good. Did you like the character of the Chief? No. I, I just didn't like how he was all mean. Why you got all mean to Beast Boy? Why you scold my man like that? Why you over here threatening my man I like honestly, that? Honestly, when I was watching, I wrote down in my notes, I said something of an abusive dad, in a way. Not necessarily straight up abusive, but kind of like this. Emotionally, uh, mentally. Emotionally oh, manipulative. Sure. Because it's like he's yelling at him, but not really yelling at him. That was such a weird scene. Because he's like being so stern. Like, you put him yeah. And he's like whispering. Really, And then it's like... I'm sorry I yelled at you. And it's just like, whoa, where was that shit? It looked like it looked like he had an <laughs> evil intention. I actually it felt manipulative the yeah. same way the show did. It felt like it was passive aggressive. Right. It was I'm I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm I'm good. And the chief is an overall good person. He even saves these people's lives, mm-hmm. uh, even on the show for good intention. Right. So we get a different origin story for uh, for Gar for Beast Boy, but yeah. sure, he's doing it out of the good he goes they were a good soul. It was a good soul, and so, but I didn't feel that he was a good person. No, do you? Especially the, when he didn't let um, Raven up. It was like, okay, now she's telling you let her up, yeah, and you're still like, no. And I like that moment though between Beast Boy because I was kind of I was like, is Beast Boy going to show allegiance to Chief or is he going to show allegiance to Raven? Mm-hmm. And I was like, if he shows allegiance to Chief, it might be hard to like 
it might be another obstacle to the whole Titan oh, for sure. uh, grouping. But when he did show allegiance to, you know, wanting to protect Raven, I liked that bit because I was like, okay, th- this is good. This is a good, this this solidified their bond. So, like, just kind of a like quick sidebar, or do you do you care when when the comic no. shows or movies, um, like, you know, when they kind of, when they kind of, <laughs> when they, when they kind of no, do you either. mind minor changes to origins or minor changes in personality changes? And, like, do you, does it bother you, movies, shows, TV, like, like when it comes to comics? Do, I, how, I, how do you feel about that? I will say this. I, personally, I do not mind it as much as many people tend to do they love to stick they're they're very they're like idealists when it comes to it has to be the exact ideal that was presented from the beginning i've seen many good changes star trek was a great change i agree we see but then there are some bad changes x-men the new x-men is not a great change uh the new spider-man however was Mm. it just depends on how it gets played out the batman revisioning uh with christian bale was great the batman in the dc movies now I'm rolling my eyes for those at home. So it becomes a situation of mm-hmm. I wonder how it plays. In this situation, it was, sure, yeah. it's not, it, it wasn't the point that I fixated on is the change of origin okay. for Beast Boy. I, I, when at. it played in the beginning, I took note of it yeah. and I said, okay, mm-hmm. and I was on board. Yeah, I simply didn't understand the payoff of, of, of Gar acting the way he did. Towards mm-hmm. the chief because I didn't see why he would act like that. It does seem yeah. to such a degree for someone he had just met. But that I think that was that bond that they got. Sure. You know, you guys are talking about the lack of the bond or whatever. But just when I was talking about how she was clingy with Robin, somehow, like two episodes, it was like, well, they got this bond. Well, that's what happened here. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I apologize. And this one was more justified, in Raven, my opinion. Raven was saved by Robin. No one needed saving in this episode. <laughs> okay. Those hunters weren't going to shoot the kids. At no point was there any actual where it was like, uh, if, if Beast Boy was like, come to the house. I know everyone's looking for you, but I can save That's you. That's what they should have done. You're my, you're, you're, you're my age, and now I have a friend. I'm so lonely here. Mm-hmm. Just when we thought he was squatting in a house, it turns out it's his house. That he lives at has everything, by the way. Yeah. Like at this point, honestly, uh, the chief can adopt me. Like I would nah, go. I love to be in that house, bro. He had all soda. He I was had... hating. You know, I was hating. I was like, man, I need to be up in there when I was his age. Exactly. <laughs> like the the concept was, I didn't see where the animosity came from. I understand having a stern parent and and rebelling, but it wasn't stern. You know, I think they were trying to, but I think they were trying to just show you that it was like the the, the protecting their anonymity though. Like, and he keeps going out. You know what I mean? I think that's what they were they were trying to build the conflict there. He does. He keeps going out. It's crazy. Yeah, and yeah, the person you know he mean? brings back is a super-powered human being. <laughs> She's pretty badass. I'm sorry. It's not like he was, hey, Rachel, hey, I just met you on Craigslist. Come to the house. So you don't, that's so, not what So happened. you don't feel like their anonymity is important enough for him to be mad at? You know what I mean? Like, protecting their sanctuary? You don't think it's enough for him to be a little pissed about? Uh, they weren't. They didn't seem to care that much about their anonymity when Dick Grayson and Corey showed up to that extent. Mm. They weren't willing to just attack without thought mm. to say, oh, people know who we are, where mm. we are now. They're revealing themselves in that way. They were hostile, weren't they? They, they were. Hostile. They were hostile. She, uh, I think Girl told them to get out. She was they, like... Uh, she did say that. Yeah. She said, get out. And then they came in. So <laughs> they were yeah. hostile to people who broke into their house. Yes. Totally understandable. And? Well, you know, it's and it's one of those things where it's... I don't know. I, I just feel like the 
what's going on with with Doom Patrol and like this whole the di- the dynamic. I think what they wanted to give us was a little bit more Beast Boy, and I think we saw that because they did do it. It wasn't necessarily a throwaway line, but they did keep saying. You don't want Chief to find out that you brought someone here. Right. And that was kind of like ominous of what is he going to do if right. he finds someone there. So, I mean, the payoff, and I know in the chat, you know, there are some people saying, well, how can you be mad that the bad guy was a bad guy and things like that? I think it's also understanding once, like what we were just talking about, about how comics and versus live action, this is a reimagining to a certain degree. It you is. know, this is a, a, a new interpretation. So there's no guarantee that the chief's supposed to be negative. There's no guarantee that, you know, that they're supposed to be, he's supposed to be a bad guy. We're, we can only go on what we're viewing on That's the screen point. and whether or not the is writers chief, and the, the producers... Chief a bad guy? Well, you know, there's the talk of him being kind of a gray area or a bad guy in the comics in certain iterations or whatever, but yeah. we don't know that Plus, in this, yeah, in this lot, particular live action. A lot, of, a lot of fans get a little sidetracked. They have to understand, like, the show is not just made for them, though. You know what I mean? Like, f- fanboys and fangirls that know the comic from, the, from day one... You have to take into account, like, DC's making this show for other people, like casual viewers. As well. See, because no disrespect to all the nerds out there. We're all nerds in, our, in a certain degrees. But Not they, all of us. But, but, like, you know, but you know what I'm saying. They ain't the ones putting billions of dollars in. Like, it's not, it gets to a billion because of casual viewers. You see what I'm saying? Like, the casual viewers coupled with the fans. So it's one of those things where I get what they're saying about, like, because you know what's going to happen. You know what the Chief's supposed to do. But they're presenting it as if no one's seen it before. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I think people get sidetracked with that. You know when it comes to like our because Spider Man is like my guy and like Superman, Batman, those are my guys. You know like but so I get a little in my feelings when they even deviate a little bit from you know what I mean the structure. But then I got to remember. They're presenting it to like the younger generation exactly. of people that don't know yeah. what the hell's going on. And I on. think that that comes from, you know, like Serenity Q26 is saying she wants some surprises. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, you want uh, the surprises sometimes because even if you know it. And I don't know, I, I never, I'm one of those people when it comes to comics, I don't think anything's canon really because there's so many different universes and depending on who they change all these writers different yeah, just 50 it's, it's, different characters you, you gotta pick your timeline it's like well I'll, I'll follow this 1987 to 1990 version That's of real this plot line because they redo it in 1990 to 1997 like you yeah, know yeah cause this Titans is not the original <laughs> Titans so you say if you wanna go there it yeah. is like, are you mad about that with, the, even... with the chief I would like to point out that well I have no problems with him being a villain I have no problems with him being a good guy. I would have no problems with him being a gay porn star named Charlie. I would have no problems, but tell me this. Explain that. Express it. Don't leave it to a passive-aggressive interpretation where Logan is friendly with him and scared of him at the Mm. same time. Where where everyone's tiptoeing around him, but then just have this blind loyalty to him as well. Where he's stern, but then apologizes. Pick one. Interesting. Pick one. Is he a bad guy or a good guy? And if he's a bad guy who's hiding it, the way that um, Doctor, why can't I think of his name from The Flash, did the first episode? Oh, no, Harry, he's yeah. Yeah. where he, he's Harry the, Wells, yeah. where yeah, Wells, Doctor Wells, Wells yes. like hides it. I get that, but that's not what they did here. He was awesome, and so that's why I, I, it was a very passive aggressive episode. And I think we should see other people. It's not me. <laughs> I also believe crazy. in gray areas too, and that's the thing. Like where some people are saying, like you know, oh, he was a bad guy or whatnot. It's also a thing about being gray characters, right? Like Robin's a hero. Here he is busting noses Yo. of fathers. You know, there's this idea that maybe the chief is also a mixed bad character and fine. I would actually love that I love they when characters well. ha- exactly you know th- then that becomes the question of the narrative like mm. did was it delivered 
in that way where I would understand he's really a bad guy. That's it. Or he's, you know, a mixed bad character. Was that conveyed in such a way that me, the person just coming off the street watching this, would get? That's, that's, that's to something. It stuff, was something yo. as simple as uh, Ivan Soto, who's been very active on the chat, pointed out, Cliff talked to Gar about Gar wanting the chief to help Rachel. And Cliff said, you hate her that much? So they've already set up the chief as someone not good, and then he's good. And then he saved everyone, but then he didn't. And then he straps her down to help her and then keeps her strapped down it's when in, she doesn't want it. Pick one, Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, uh, DJ in the booth, can you please um, play the news for me? <laughs> <laughs> News and gossip. Um, you know, just mainly two uh, points uh, this week. Uh, Titan executives have revealed why Robin isn't Nightwing. I don't know if you guys have been wondering why he, from the jump, has been Robin since he already left Batman or whatnot. Um, Titans producers and series writer Jeff Johns spoke with DC Comics about why Grayson is still Robin in the show, possibly hinting that Nightwing is coming in the near future. Johns and executive producer Greg Berlanti came to the conclusion that it would work better for Rachel's journey towards becoming Raven to be mirrored by Dick Grayson's post-Batman path. They said Nightwing is such a stable, confident, emotionally balanced character. He's Dick Grayson when he's found his place in the world. We wanted to build up to him becoming Nightwing. What do you guys think? Should uh, we have gotten Nightwing out? Nope. Um, I'm a, I'm a not big, not I'm a, I'm not a big yet, fan yeah. of making them wait, man. Making them wait, patience, and we we we, we rush because we let the new the new society tell us this week they want things now, like microwave society. So yeah. like this, it's I like when people can just slow play things, man. Like yeah. we gonna become Nightwing slowly but surely, man. Give it time, let it slow cook. And then finally, in tech news, you two can own one of Robin's cool, semi-out-of-date gadgets. Um, it <laughs> seems in Origins, the third episode of Titans, Robin goes on a road trip of sorts to track down missing Rachel and Starfire. And we saw that when he was at the gas station. He broke into the surveillance footage. Well, pretty uh, that's pretty standard for Batman stuff. But according to the site Gizmo- Gizmodo, the thing that stands out the most about Robin's hacking into Titans is the fact that he seems to be using one of Notion Inc.'s Adam tablets. Um, I tried to basically track it down because I thought it was kind of cool that a real world Batman thing was happening but it seems it was out in 2010 and you can only find it on eBay. So What's it ha- going for? You know what it's going for? Well it was $300 when it first came out so I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you can find it on eBay for like 50 bucks. But yeah just a little uh, prop. Want one of those? I found Talk. one at a garage sale for $8. <laughs> you I, too. I don't not believe it. For that. his next I Halloween costume I, he can be Dick Grayson. In a bathrobe. And here's the thing bad. about that. I, I hacked into the Pentagon using it, too. It was, so it was, please don't put that on. Listen, don't put that at your Pentagon. <laughs> the Adam that. tablet. It was, it was just, <laughs> boom, boom. So or I hacked into the Pentagon's Facebook. Whatever. Or I just added them as a friend. Whatever. The point is, the tablet is there. Yes, 2010. Great. Batman. <laughs> is that... And that's it. Oh, thank you, John. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, they must have got it the same time the, they got Robot the, Man's outfit. With Let's the go. Uh, yeah, I'll see. Oh, my God. Yeah, I said it. someone was going to go up to him like Wizard of Oz. Oh, the tin can thing. Like he was going to get stuck. But that's that's the thing. They they had a nod towards Robot, the 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 movie. Mm-hmm. And then they had a nod with uh, with Negative Man towards Invisible Man. Yes. yes. With she the nod. She goes, him, are, yeah. are you invisible that over there? Cool, yeah. Is only a... If only you knew what I really was under this. But we don't either because we never got to see it. <laughs> Watch it on the next Doom Patrol season. The man, that's real talk. So the man, kick it to the man with a thousand robes. Uh, the special segment, please. Can you drop that? So once again, we're going to pick the scene in the show that 
reminds us of us. So I'd love for you to, in the chat and in the comments below, add on to this conversation. The panel is open up to all of you. So, uh, Charles, can I start with you? Do you know what... Uh... Sure. I mean, I felt like there were two. I'm going to lean towards Raven, um, even though I did rag on the fact that it seemed like she was totally mature in this episode all of a sudden. I'm going to say when she was at the dinner table. Um, you know, I think we've all had... Not all of us, but, you know, you can have dysfunctional situations and you are that person in the room that's kind of like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. So I felt that. I like that. (laughs) What about you? Well, I had had two. Uh, One was when Rita was in, when Droop Face, when they came in and she was like, get out. (laughs) I I felt that way when I'm in a public bathroom and someone tries to open the door. (laughs) Have you ever, it's like the worst thing. And why is there a crack there in the first one? Get out. I have no clue. Like, why are you banging on? Why are you? Okay. Like architecturally, why is there that? Uh, Why? You probably put a piece of tissue there to drape over it so no one can see. Is that what you're supposed to do? I didn't didn't know that. Yeah. And the second thing is (laughs) when the hunter shot the other hunter, when I was watching the episode, I wish they had shot me, and I would have been able to. Okay. Worse! In the reverse, my second one was the idea of Raven trying to save the animals, because I love animals. That's beautiful. I would have shot her. Yeah, it's funny, because like, mine was the part with Raven, like, in the deer thing. Because I'm from Pennsylvania, where like they can hunt. They literally, you can, they get off school to hunt where I'm from. So, like, they get, like, a time to just hunt deer. And I used to always just be, like, curled up in a little ball. I mean, like, please stop killing these deer. But I know why they do it. It's population control and whatnot. But I felt like raving right in that moment where I'm trying to nurse the poor deer back to health and everybody walking down my hall of school eating deer jerky and deer bologna. Are you afraid of blood? The way Beast Boy is afraid my, of my shape-shifting own. into any other character? <laughs> I'm afraid of my own blood. Target? I don't want to see my own blood. Well, that's, that's my special little scene. Somebody in the chat. Yeah, in the chat, Drew Leonard said, Robin beating that guy up for me. That's a real scene that oh. we should talk about. Yes, uh, for sure. And also, Sebra said, I'm Gar because he's just a normal guy who occasionally becomes a tiger. I think we all can relate to that. I like that. I like that, too. Let's. Uh, can we talk about the Robin beating up? Please! Robin he has Please. anger issues. I mean, I... He has anger issues, but that came out. Of, I I felt like maybe he was thinking they did something to Raven. You mean like the, you mean the aggression? Like the uh, the the aggression came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like how much he was because all of a sudden it's like, what did you do with it? But you already know she has like these strong powers. What did you think this guy hanging out in his trailer kind of home or whatever could have done Not to much. Raven? Not much. So it's kind of like sometimes it seems like he wants an excuse to be violent. I like this. I like this crazy. I like this crazy Robin man. I'm so, he's 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 like unhinged man. Mm. You know who else like crazy Robin? Corey Anders like oh, crazy. Yeah, Robin. She, she got, got she got. Oh, so she was like, oh. I saw that. She was like, Damn. and then she grabbed his hand like it's too much. <laughs> but, it was like, but she wasn't though. She, <laughs> she was like, Bef- uh, before we get out of here, guys, uh, let's get into these after buzz predictions, man. Yeah, DJ was ready. Wait for that one. Lovely Chauncey, um, tell me what's going on. What are your predictions for next episode? Dickory, um, that's the name of their ship, Dick and Corey, um, <laughs> is going to rise next episode. Going and I'm down. here for, although my guess, I feel like they, I think this is going to, I think there's going to be three stages. Because we saw, we heard in interviews when we, uh, some people might have read some interviews with Star and the actors who play Star and, and Robin, that their thing is going to be like an old tea kettle. You know, like it's cold, it's hot, and then it really warms up. And I think it's going, we're going to fall, they're going to fall maybe into a lust relationship before the love actually is there. But I do think it's heading towards love. But I think next episode is going to be total lust. Life. 
Interesting. I think that uh, Dick Grayson's going to realize that he's been channeling a lot of inner Batman and have to confront it. I also think that Dickory uh, will become a thing. Obviously, we saw a bit of that in the preview. I think that it's going to be interesting to see how they play Beast Boy and Raven mm. together because mm. Rachel and Gar are Gar is supposed to be a teenager, but he's actually not, and Rachel actually is. So I'll see how that, that plays. But then again. You know, as long as it stays away from being sexual in nature. And also, I'm very sure or I'm hopeful that next episode we get a Titans show because, okay. <laughs> yeah. That we actually see the Titans. Actually, yeah. it's a Titans episode. I think it will I just be. Hope, I hope it is. If next episode it's like, oh, look. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. Hopefully they kind of start, maybe just, maybe start the small stages of like forming the group. Not like, you know, not make it official or anything. Like, just kind of, just kind of like. Maybe Unless like, it's Justice League. And then maybe we can. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of like okay. like solve a crime together, some kind of issue together. Something. So maybe some after the little after the little jump off happens. But um, yeah, that's that's it. That's it for us. Um, Chauncey, put yourself over for these fine people that are watching, please. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Chauncey Kr, and also on Rotten Tomatoes, where I'm an official film and TV critic. Oh, I didn't know that. She says that every week. I just learned. I, 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 no, <laughs> no, I, I just, just said it last. That's week. what I that thought. Yeah, time. I was gone. Put yourself over. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that just news to me. I am Tehran. <laughs> Literally, I am Tehran. The same way I was disappointed. Hopefully next week I will come back with a positive view of the show at I am Tehran all across the board. I'm sure I will be reading my name in the comments <laughs> this week. And guess what? I clap back. So please feel free to comment below. Love to hear from you. Love to chat with you all. Catch me on a variety of Afterbus shows. As well as you want to see me Monday and Thursday at the Laugh Factory at 10 p.m. Come, Come on try in. to assassinate me. I'll be there. <laughs> Evan T. Mac, Instagram and Twitter. Um, I'll see y'all next week. Y'all take care. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.